0: You're listening to Welcome to Eloma, a podcast for highly ambitious dreamers who get shit done. I'm your host, Kylie Peters. This is a space where we talk about elevating all voices through effective storytelling. Storytelling is one of the most powerful tools we have in the world of business and entrepreneurship. Stories are what compel us to take action 9 out of 10 times. So telling our stories in meaningful and engaging ways is a great business skill for us all to adapt and refine. And today's guest is going to tell us more about that. So today's guest is Tyshawn Wardlaw, owner of Wardlaw Production. She's a filmmaker, television producer, and video brand marketer focused on ensuring that all stories are told shining a light on underrepresented communities. So let's do this. Welcome to Iloma Tyshawn. Hello.
1: Thank you for having me. Appreciate the opportunity to be on the podcast. Thank
0: you for being here. All right, lady, let's get into this. So we're talking about storytelling. What are some of the misconceptions people have about storytelling?
1: I think the number one, and I think this is kind of personal and dear to my heart right now, is that every story has to be told the same or that Mm -hmm. there's only one linear way to tell a story. Like who makes up these rules? And I think sometimes (laughs) when you... You know, you look at whether those are films on television or you're doing like a branded marketing campaign or, you know, just something that you need to tell a story about. You go to a reference that possibly has done it before you. And I think the old saying is if it's not broke, don't fix it, which Mm -hmm. is great. But sometimes you have to have that innervation to know that let me put a twist on this story or let me be bold enough to tell it in a way that it's never been told before. Even if the backlash would be like, well, why did she do it that way? Or why did he do it that way? Because once again, there's no linear way to tell a story.
0: Okay. I have a follow-up question to Mm -hmm. that. So I, I love that. Um, But for any listeners out there who are like, Ooh, this sounds interesting, but what is she talking about? Um, Mm -hmm. can you give some examples of like how you could tell Mm -hmm. a story in a different way? Like an idea. I think that's just
1: subjective because it depends on what it's for. Um, prime Mm -hmm. example, um, you're doing a, and this is just very vague. Like you're doing a marketing uh, piece on a store that sells plants. So you would automatically think that you have to go in, you have to kind of show the plants you have to show, like, the um benefits of having the plant so you want a little bit of b-roll which is just you know filming the the subject the plant you might Mm -hmm. want um, a personal interview but what about if you twisted it and then you gave the story from the plant's perspective like why can't we think out of the box and say you know what let's have this campaign actually the plant wants to talk to you so maybe you might use a little bit of um special effects for that. Like, you know, how can you put a spin on something that you would normally approach, you know, one way, like just always kind of thinking about the, you know, out of the box and don't get me wrong. Sometimes that might not work for that. Like, you know, (laughs) your customer or I say, you know what, I don't think I want the plant to talk. I want it from my perspective, but I think just being willing to like go beyond what you would normally do is what I'm saying
0: get creative, think of new perspectives. Mm -hmm. No, I love that. And I think it's so true because when we create content, it can sometimes be so overwhelming, right? There's a lot to do. Mm -hmm. And so we're like, oh, this is just how we have to do it. We have to burn and turn through it because we have other things to do. But taking that extra time to think about, you know, how can we add a twist to this? How can we do it in a slightly different way? Uh, It always makes it more interesting. Well, usually makes it more interesting depending on the subject and and all the things. But I love that. That's, that's great. Um, Okay. So when people are telling their stories, because we all have stories to tell, whether it's our story, Mm -hmm. someone else's story an experience, whatever it is. um, What do people need to know about sharing their stories via all of these multimedia channels? Mm -hmm. And you specifically are the queen of video, which is such a powerful storytelling tool, but I know, I can, again, it can be overwhelming. What what do people mm-hmm. need to know when they're sharing their stories? I think first and foremost, I think you need to know, um,
1: you know, what your audience is for that story, because it could be on your mm-hmm. social platform. It could be um, a story that you're trying to sell, um, you know, for yourself, your branding. Like, I think it's most important to know, like, where you want that video to land. Like, what is your actual audience? Um, being very clear and precise in your message, um, and that could be, you know, once again, planning, writing a script, knowing exactly what you're going to say um, so that you know that your message and your purpose will land because you kind of, you know, pre-scoped it out um, and you have all the elements that you you need. Um, I would say also adding like visual effects sometimes that helps. Um, but then sometimes you may not have the budget for that, but at least, mm-hmm. uh, you know, being creative as possible. Having good audio, um, also having a good standard image, um, like whether that's a camera, whether that's a computer, like making sure that you at least have the technology. um, And it doesn't have to be like industry standard or not that you're going out to shoot, you know, a feature film, but at least that you have the equipment to be able to um, get the quality that you want. Um, I think um, just having an authentic message as well is important. Um, once again, and that goes to kind of knowing your audience, like what, um, story are you telling in your own unique way? Um, Mm -hmm. that's, that's important. Um, and I think those are kind of like the, the most beneficial factor, especially when you're considering it on different platforms.
0: Yeah. Um, for people who, you know, may not have industry standard, uh, or like, professional equipment what are some of the ways like i know iphone has like a pretty decent mm-hmm. camera right like what are some of the low-hanging tools that we could be tapping into or like apps or technologies that you might know of
1: well not to promote one over the other because okay. i am a huge apple um consumer um of all of their products but i would just say like do your research because okay. i promise you it feels like Every week, a new app, a new technology is coming out. I think to even help edit reels and, you know, just different yeah. things that you could have at your disposal that you may not need to hire an editor or spend, you know, six or seven hours because editing, even like one minute can be very tedious. Um, well, so I would sure. say just be very uh, resourceful with looking out and seeing what you have at your disposal on um, what new companies have released apps. Also, you know, using your phone, um, doing research on whatever, you know, um, phone that you use, whatever product that might be, but actually kind of going in and seeing can you utilize all of the services that your or features that your phone mm-hmm. actually provides? Because I know a lot of us and including me, like I said, I don't want to be biased towards brands, but um, with, with Apple, like I still don't know all of the features that are on the fifteen. Yeah. Um, and I get it because I want the upgrades, but yet in still like maximizing <laughs> um, what you have at your disposal with features that you have even like right at your disposal and just being extremely resourceful to see what's out there.
0: Yeah, I think um, one thing for anybody listening who's trying to figure out what next path is like, get curious. Mm-hmm. So just mm-hmm. like Tyshawn just said, like get curious. And like, you know, one thing that always comes up for me is like when I'm doing something, I'm like. There has to be an easier way to do this. Yeah, yeah. There most likely is. You just have to like go to our friendly friend Google and type mm-hmm. in like best apps for this or ba- you know whatever it is, but get curious, right? Don't, don't mm-hmm. just take it as is. Um, now you've been doing this work for a while. What have been some of the greatest lessons you've learned since the inception of your production company, mm-hmm. both... From an industry standpoint, because a lot has changed in the production mm-hmm. space, as well as the world of entrepreneurship. That's a double whammy. Wow. That's a two for one. Yes,
1: it is. But it is a loaded <laughs> question that I am super excited to dive into because, on the entrepreneurship side, I'll start there. Okay. Um, I think that, especially people in the creative space, um, yeah. a lot of people may know that that's not a traditional, um, depending on where, uh, what creative aspects you're coming from, that's not a normal um, business model. So you get a lot of, oh, so what do you do? Or how do you produce revenue, like on the business side of things? So you constantly have to position yourself and or, um, you know, get industry, you know, leaders or people to vouch for you. Because once again, that's not a industry standard like model to kind of have a, a clear path of This is how you start from finish. This is how you lay the production um, aspect foundation down to have a production company. So I had to and and one of my favorite words is be resourceful. I had to be extremely resourceful because there wasn't a lot of people to go to to get advice on Mm -hmm. how did you start your production company and how does that look? when it comes to um, traditional like forms of financing and different aspects of that nature that most companies may be privy to because of their you know a regular business model. Um, that's one thing I would say. Another thing on the entrepreneurship side was learning the power of who I am. Um, I think sometimes I couldn't differentiate, like, who was Tyshawn and then who was the business owner. So I think within yes. eight years now, um, and I'm still learning, I am still evolving that, yeah. um, it is okay to take breaks. It is okay, um, to learn the power of no. Um, so that you can be all that you can be not only for your business as an entrepreneur, whether that's a solopreneur or you have people on your team, but you have to take care of self first. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's also a, a great nugget on that end. Um, and then also as far as the industry side of things, um, because I have ventured off where, um, I still do independent work um, and I've been on the course of that path now for about six years. In the last two years, I've been incorporating more industry standard um, practices and also, um, you know, getting my name out there across uh, the entertainment industry. So with Mm -hmm. that, um, you know that it's a very collaborative world. Um, kind of learning what that looks like in that space because in the indie world is, is what we like to call it in the film world um you have a lot of the soul control of creativity and how you th- want things to move from you know start to finish but when you're uh coming into collaborations, whether that's with studios, networks, different clients, um, you know, that is another beast within itself and being able to Mm -hmm. navigate that, but not losing your creative voice in the process. So that's Mm. uh, definitely
0: things that I've been learning um,
1: and ready to to face all of it. Full steam.
0: (laughs) Okay. You laid down some juicy nuggets there. I want to circle back. Okay. You just talked about the um, we'll call it a challenge, of uh navigating different partnerships relationships Mm -hmm. uh in a creative space while not losing your voice Mm -hmm. any tips on how to do that like i've come from like a digital marketing agency space Mm -hmm. so different creative background but i feel you on that because i run into that too i'd love to hear if you have any tips on how how do you do that without losing losing the vision losing your voice
1: OK, well, I am no expert at this moment, but I'm definitely learning to to master this quality. But I would say it was just being able to be open to different perspectives okay. of the creative process. However, also kind of standing on the vision that where both of you can come to um An agreement or a compromise on, you know, maybe we take some of your vision, some of mine, but yet we kind of steer towards, you know, what would work best for the end game of um, the creative product or or service or, you know, whatever it may be. So I think it's just important to um, be an active listener as well, Mm -hmm. um, because, I mean, it doesn't hurt to listen. Um, and everybody has a perspective as well. So just be, kind of being open and having an open mind, but yet standing firm um, when you do need to get your creative um, vision across.
0: Yeah, I know that's uh, in in my previous experience. A lot of times in, in this space, we get a lot of alpha personalities, right? People mm-hmm. come in with like, I got big ideas. We're going to shake things up. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And that's exciting, right? But like you get too many of those people, too many cooks in the kitchen, mm-hmm. there can be quite a class of clash of personalities, mm-hmm. et cetera. But I, I agree with you. That's what I found, too, is like when we bring it back, we take it outside of us as independent mm-hmm. humans. We're like, no, 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 no. OK, got it. But what are we like really trying to work towards here? And we focus it back on like the end game and then mm-hmm. backpedal. Yeah. Otherwise, there can be some uh, bruised egos in the process. It's, not oh, pretty. Yeah. <laughs> um, and one other thing that you had said that I thought was so powerful, I wanted to circle back on. Uh, you said learning the power of who I am and mm-hmm. how to differentiate oneself from one's company. And I love that you brought that up because as I talk to entrepreneurs mm-hmm. uh, and, and mainly women entrepreneurs, but uh, entrepreneurs as a whole. That tends to be something that we really struggle with, and I know you said you're mm-hmm. continuing to evolve, and, and yes, because we're we're humans, right? And we're we're always learning, but um, that's that's hard to do. What have been, uh, or how have you seen that show up for you, or how have you navigated that, um, to to kind of try to separate the two whenever it pops up?
1: Um, I know, and I know this isn't just like a, a cliche moment, but self care. Like learning yeah. to step back and knowing that you can't do it all. So the, like you said, like kind of approach it as humans, like yet and still, like I, I own a business, but I have to to set that aside when it comes to like, am I, you know, fully engaging in my health, in my, my mental capacity? How mm-hmm. am I showing up for myself because I can't show up a hundred percent for my team to, finish assignments, projects, to, uh, you know, generate more sales and all of these great things. If I'm not showing up as the best me, um, yeah. so first and foremost, self-care, um, both physically, uh, mentally and, and spiritually, just knowing how I stay grounded and what it takes for me to show up daily, um, even with the amounts of pressure that you may have on you, um, whether that's from personal, whether that's from business and a mixture in between, um. Mm-hmm. So I would say the first thing is, is really taking care of self. And I guess you can say the old saying, like, put on your o- oxygen mask first, because yeah. then you can't help anybody else. But that is still so true, so prevalent, and especially in the world of entrepreneurship.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And I think it's a, a challenge. I, I've talked to, and I'm sure you can probably say the exact same thing. I've talked to hundreds of entrepreneurs, and I don't know anyone. Even personal branding experts. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone who is like, I have clearly pulled away who I am as a human from my brand or my company because they're very intertwined, but it's it's a mm-hmm. challenge. It's, uh, we're just having this conversation this morning. And for anybody listening, one of the reasons I think this is so important is when things don't go well in the business, we mm-hmm. tend to talk down to ourselves. We tend to take that very personally. And mm-hmm. while I very much believe that we need to make business personal, there are times where we need to separate like, this isn't me as a human. This isn't taking down my worth. This is the circumstance in the business. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's important exercise for people to go through because it's hard. It's really hard. Okay. Okay. Got off on a tangent. Sorry. Comment no, back but to that storytelling. was a good tangent because that's that's important. <laughs> well, you know what? Okay, we're going to loop it into storytelling. It's part of your story, right? It's part of everyone's story. And you can choose how vulnerable to be or not.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, right? And how many rewrites you get? I think
1: Ooh, in the, the story of good. life, I like that. Yeah, we yeah. don't want to edit. We don't want to rewrite. Um, and, and my favorite word over the last couple of years is pivot. Like I pivot and I pivot. <laughs> And I'm okay with it. And it's almost like when we start rewriting our life story, it's like, oh no, we can't do that. Like yeah, we can't have scary. any gaps in between because I had a very clear and don't be wrong, because I'm very strategic, but yet yeah. you have to be willing to make those modifications in your personal life that's um, you know, gonna adjust to your your story. Just another chapter, just another rewrite. It's
0: okay. Yes. I love that. I love that analogy. The rewrites. I mean, Mm -hmm. that is life. It is like, we all have one giant book of life and Mm -hmm. you're right. Everything, everything is a chapter. Some chapters are sad. Some chapters are happy. Some are challenging and we always get the chance to rewrite it. And you know what? Okay. I would want to just piggyback off of that. I was just, um, I was just reading, uh, becoming your future self or, I'm going to screw up this title, but it's, uh, by Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And he talks about your future self. Mm -hmm. And, um, they were talking about this idea, the psychological principle that we do rewrite our histories in our heads all Mm -hmm. of the time. And we can choose to do it from a victim mindset, or we can choose to do it from a more empowering place.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And, uh, I just thought that was really interesting of like, okay, we have the facts of what happened, right? But as mm-hmm. we go forward and we recall those facts, we change them. So rewrites.
1: Mm-hmm. It's okay. Rewrites
0: in, rewrites in tangents. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Rewrites, edits, and tangents. Okay. All right. So as we're talking about telling our story, uh, we're talking about different mediums. We're talking about personal and business. Um, what, as as an expert storyteller... What are the elements of that people need to consider when telling their story and what do you want them to know when it comes to telling their specific story Um and this and this is cuz I they cut out a little bit
1: like who who am I referring to like with telling their
0: Oh just so. uh, to all all the listeners out there so anybody listening what are the key elements that they should Uh, They need to consider in writing their story and telling their story. And what do they need to know in terms of uh, like artistically or communicating it effectively?
1: Um, Okay, well, I would say uh, the first thing is kind of brainstorming, like being open to laying out the the facts whatever that could be is or what you're trying to convey um because this is personal stories that we're talking about right like your life story or just stories in general
0: Uh, yes and all of the above all of the above yeah i would say
1: just you know kind of once again doing your research uh even if that's about yourself like kind of knowing what but not getting too tied up on um as i previously stated what has come before or how people have done things in the past, because then yeah. once again, that can um, cripple you in your creative process because you're constantly trying to uh, duplicate someone else. So to get, um, and there was one thing, and, and I, this is a book that also that you had recommended when I, when I took a class and um, I think it was a uh, 10 times is, is easier than two, two times. times. Um, and I've kind of messed out. I forgot the beginning of it, but, in, in that book, um, the author stated that to become a master at something, you can't be duplicated. You could only be learned from. So I'm taking Ooh, that scenario that like in my life where if I want to master something, no matter how it's been done before, like I'm taking a fresh approach on it. So like I said, like getting your ideals down, making sure that you're putting your authentic feel on it, even if it doesn't make any sense at all, like get it out there, you know, and then go from there on how to refine it, um, how to approach getting that story out, like what platform you're looking to get it out on, um, whether that's digital, whether that's, you know, cinematic, like what, what are you looking to do? Kind of find those resources. Um, And then also like the statement you said, like, it shouldn't be, it don't have to be this hard. Like also too, you may not have a a full crew to, you know, bring your story to life if you actually want it on video, but how can you use what you, um, have developed in that script that you have written in many ways, even if you had a few edits that you could Mm -hmm. be able to develop that when it's time. So I think just once again, just being open and having a fresh perspective.
0: And what about those who are telling stories that are still happening? So like, If we talk Mm. about our business or ourselves as individuals, you know, we talk about general story arcs, there's like expedition, rising action, Mm -hmm. climax, and then the resolution and everybody, you know, holds hands and walks under a rainbow and everything's great, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. But for those of us telling stories that are still happening, Mm -hmm. any thoughts, any words of advice on how to tell a story as it's happening?
1: Um And actually, this is this is a really, really good question, because I think this is kind of the story of my life in, in general. Like, how do you tell a story? Um, I would say at the at the best point, like keep your eyes open for how the story is panning out, because I think sometimes we get so stuck on the ending that we can't appreciate the process of the story and how it's going. Uh, Because sometimes we look like, you know, is this a positive end? Is this a dramatic end? You know, like you said, we're all going to walk under rainbows and everything is going to be good. But what about if that doesn't happen? What about, you know, if it's a very tragic end? How can I tell the story of triumph? How can I tell the story that even though, you know, I may have had some bumps in the roads, I still got back up. So I would say to tell a story that is still in process is being open to the flow of how it's actually
0: unfolding at the moment and going from there yes and you know what that uh brings back up for me is what you had talked about earlier is perspective is Mm -hmm. you know as you were just saying that I'm like oh we have we can choose which Mm -hmm. lens we tell our stories through right like we've all gone through joy we've all gone through hardship and we can choose how we portray that. Hey there, if you like what I have to say and are looking for a keynote speaker or a workshop facilitator for your organization, upcoming event or company retreat, please reach out. I'd love to chat and see if I can be of service. Learn more at bookkylie.com. So, Tyshawn, you're working through all kinds of really cool stuff. What are you working on right now?
1: Um. Well, the, the most important thing that I'm, I'm working on right now is definitely um, becoming a force to be reckoned with uh, in the industry. And how am I doing that? Um, just be by being able to um, kind of maximize all of the services that my production company has. So we have um, two different components where we have our feature um, documentary and narrative component, and then we have our branded video um, component, which on the feature side, um, I am wrapping a um, docuseries, a sports docuseries now that I've been working on for the last three years. So that's kind of my... um, industry component, and then also very diligently um, building my brand with the uh, video marketing um, department, which is fairly new out of the the last eight years, where for the last two years, we have been focusing in on um, telling campaigns and stories of products and services, but in a way that is um, heart-provoking and or once again, kind of out of that box thinking that Mm -hmm. I talked about earlier. Um, that you normally, you know, don't see in that branded marketing space. So um, just trying to pivot between both of the key aspects of the company um, and scaling at the same time as well. I'm so excited. A lot of, a lot of things that are um, unfolding and coming out soon. So I'm excited to like formally make announcements um, in the very near future this year. So excited about the growth.
0: Yeah. Can you tell us any more about the the documentary or the, the project you've been working on for the last three years?
1: Yeah. So catch me in like two months or so, maybe three, then I would be able to like formally announce it. But unfortunately, at the time, um, we have okay, not so made a formal announcement. Under wraps. So I'm not able to, to say exactly like what team, when, what, and how, and all those great things. But it has definitely been a journey within itself. <laughs>
0: So, okay, cool. okay, cool. Well, so, we look forward to the big announcement. Uh, obviously that's an exciting project you've been working on for a while. Um, and then you also have, uh, so you're in Milwaukee and you've also opened a location in Chicago. Yes. In Chicago, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what's that yes. been, like, been balancing like balancing both both locations? Both locations. Yeah, so I think it's it's been great
1: because um, now you know I pivot myself as a Midwest-based you know company between two Midwest cities, which is like Chicago is almost like our big brother, uh, we're the little sister or little brother. Um, so it's been really good because Chicago brings a special um, a special like perspective, like with their uh, very content focused, um, like with the advertisement companies that they have and trying to get accumated with those and, you know, just letting them know that there is a woman minority owned company, um, that can help them on the production side. And then also, the biggest aspect is being able to uh, monetize on the um, industry tax credits um, that are available Ooh. for productions and to be able to let networks and studios know that I am an available production company that they could use as they kind of come through the Midwest and um, desire to create, um, whether that's film content, show content. Um, that my production company can be um, a vehicle to get that done for them. So just positioning myself in that way and just kind of utilizing all of the great things that Chicago has to offer.
0: Yeah. I mean, I used to live in Chicago for almost a decade. It's a big, beautiful city. We're excited that it's not too far away. Lots of opportunities. Um, All right, lady, I've got two questions left for you. This one's a big one. What impact do you want to make on the world or what legacy do you want to leave?
1: Um, wow. <laughs> As I ponder on that, this answer will probably be the shortest of them all, um, because when it's all said and done, I want people to understand my resilience was always for a reason. Um, whether that was going after telling a story, whether that was being and shedding a light on a story that needed to be told or come to life, uh, whether that was being able to get uh, stories that inform or um, highlight just the beauty of diverse um, complications and all of of, of what it has to offer. But then most importantly, um, I always say like, if not me, then who? Like, why not me? Um, mm-hmm. So I think if anybody would say anything about the legacy of me, that she never gave up. Like mm-hmm. She she always did what she said she was going to do.
0: I love it. I love it. Um, okay, last one. Love, what, is uh, okay. one. what is your greatest insight or discovery about life and entrepreneurship? On- about life and entrepreneurship. I think it's, it's,
1: life can be what you make it. It could be based on the decisions, um, that you, uh, choose. It could be based upon the story. Literally, I can't, I can't help myself. Like the story (laughs) that you choose to write for yourself. Like that's one thing that I can say, like there can be external factors that can, um, impact your story. But I truly believe that everyone has a very unique ability to um, hone in on what their actual story will be and how life will pan out based upon their decisions um, and how they want the things to flow within those chapters. So I would just say life is what you make it, literally, or how you write it. Actually, let me go back. Life is how you write it. Life is how you write it. And would you say the same is true for entrepreneurship? oh absolutely absolutely as well I mean like I said don't get me wrong there are factors where if I could write I would love to have you know millions of you know working capital like that yeah. that would be great but I would say that um you're able to um that would probably be more about based upon your decisions um because you can decide to be you know great and kind of aim towards that and 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 make sure that you get all the resources and, you know, you package your company and, and, and whatever that is to be that. Um, And sometimes it may not, even though you put all those efforts in, but I think also you, that's more about decision-making.
0: Yeah. I love it. I love it. it. Well, we all have stories to tell and uh, it's up to us to figure out how we want to tell them. Uh, So exciting. Thank you so much, Tyshawn, for joining us today. If, people want to reach out to you and learn more, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you?
1: Okay. Well, they can reach me. I am on um, all social media platforms under Wart Law Productions, um, as well as my website. They can always um, go there and uh, send us a message and we will definitely reach back out. Or you can hit us up on um, any of our social media platforms between Facebook, um,
0: Instagram, things
1: of that nature. And then also LinkedIn.
0: Awesome. We'll make sure that that's in the show notes as well. Um, For anybody listening, if you've enjoyed this episode, please go ahead and leave us a review. And don't forget to sign up for our email newsletter at rixnewsletter.com. Tyshawn, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I enjoy talking about stories. Always remember, you have the power for the edits.
1: No. I love having
0: Are you struggling with recruiting the right talent, employee or team retention, engagement and advocacy, innovation, building your team's business and leadership skills? We are bringing entrepreneurial skill sets, business acumen, and ownership mindset to organizations to help them build... Entrepreneurs with our intrapreneur training program. This new program will help companies and organizations elevate their talent and increase profitability by expanding tangible business skill sets, improving cross department functionality and communication, amplifying leadership capabilities, and so much more. If you'd like to learn more, check out ricks, rixitp.com and book a discovery call today. To continue learning how to better build your business and make your vision a reality, subscribe to the Welcome to Eloma email list at welcometoeloma.com.